Welcome to Spoilers Please, where we have discussions involving any form of media that tells stories, and we'll do so with spoilers. You've been warned. Hey, my name is Albert. This is Johnny. For this episode, we're going to be talking about Kong Skull Island. Mm-hmm. Why not? The new Kong movie from, uh, what's his face? What's his name? I have no, actually no idea who the director is. Yeah, he's a, he's an indie. This is another case where, where a big studio picks up an indie director and makes him make a big budgeted movie. Yeah, they may want well to reconsider that idea. Anyway. You want to go first or should I go first? Go ahead, go first. I'm going to start off this review by reading a series of words. All right. <laughs> a series of words. Just a series of words. Where is he going? Here we go. <clears throat> first word bearable, allowable, competent, passable, adequate, competent, uh, satisfactory, sufficient. These are all words. You're, 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 forgetting, you're forgetting two other words. What, what are they? Entertaining. And enjoyable. Perfectly fine. It's actually another, another two words I like, to, I like to say. This is just, it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's, it's passable, is basically. It's very enjoyable. I would not say enjoyable. Enjoyable is, wait, wait, was that one of the words? No, not one of the words. Not one of the words I would use. Yes, it's fine. Yes, it is. You, you, don't have, you don't have your glasses on. You can't see it. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's fine. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's fine. All right, go ahead. You, you tell I, guess, me, I guess I'll start first. Yeah. Okay. You tell so, me what you liked about it, and I'll tell you why, why you're right. wrong. So, so the <laughs> intro... Uh, where 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 it shows them like the World War Two thing falling mm-hmm. falling to the island and whatnot. Mm-hmm. As soon as they showed King Kong, I realized, oh, they're not gonna be like Godzilla, where they're like, we're not gonna show you the monster. Yeah, they're not gonna tease you. Yeah, they're not they're not teasing you at all. Yeah. They're just gonna show you the, the monsters, which I really like. So from that point on, I'm like, oh, okay, I think I think I might enjoy this movie. And then they they go on the whole the backstory about all these other characters and like <laughs> okay yeah, that's that's more than enough backstory but at least they're moving along at least at least at least that lasted like twenty minutes yeah no it, it, it was good 20 long minutes. twenty minutes it wasn't twenty minutes yeah. it was a lot faster than that it felt like two hours but go ahead <laughs> yeah, yeah so 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 the, the, when they were introducing all this all these other characters I was I was having flashback to Michael Bay movies like mm-hmm. Armageddon or or you know one of those things mm-hmm. where where they're kind of like. Tossing you all these archetype characters, like oh, he's the tough guy. Oh, he's the guy with with, with who's mean. Oh, yeah. oh, he's a nerd. Yeah, she's she's the she's the one who's who wants to know what's going on. Yeah. He's the one who's smart. So everybody is pretty much the archetype, which is very like whatever. Like well, why, exactly. Why why, why, should, why should I care about these characters? And the movie itself even good question. even feels like. Like you know, you don't you don't really have to care about these characters. We're we're moving things along. Can't you tell we're moving things along because yeah. they they don't really spend that much time with character development. They're just like this is this character. She does yeah. this. This is this character. He does this. That's all the movie really cared about. If I may, if I may interrupt you for one second, I think if I was the editor, I would have gone from the opening sequence with the people falling from the airplanes. They could just skip the intro, the next 20 minutes of the intro, and gone to the part where they all arrived on the boat. It, we would have accomplished the same thing. It wouldn't have been that big a difference. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, skipped, it, it skipped that 20 minutes of all the different intros, different places and stuff like that. Because honestly, they weren't very memorable. Those intros and stuff, they're not very memorable. Well, it's, it, that's arguably true. I mean, like, cause, it's, cause it's not said, argument. All, all the characters are pretty, are pretty much like easy to get. Like, mm-hmm. they're, like I said, they're archetypes. Mm-hmm. The characters are pretty much very bland, very serviceable, especially the, Thank the you. That's especially, especially the, the token Asian girl. Like, oh, she's the worst, by the way. <laughs> you know how in every podcast we always mention, you know, there should be more Asian representation? But based on her acting, uh, maybe less. Well, you, I well, take it back. You, well, you, know, back. you know why she's in the movie, right? She's product placement. No, well, product placement. She's she's because this is a Chinese produced, uh, yes. co-produced movie. Co- co-financed. So they, they, they have leg- to have a Chinese. They, they leg- the legendary basically got bought out by the Chinese. Right. That she's is literally true too. Part, at, at this point, every 
Chinese actress, pop star, whatever that shows up in these big boxer movies that can't speak English, that can't act, it's product placement for the Chinese market. She's literally yeah. a walking human product placement, basically. It's yes, like that. Yes. It's ridiculous. Like I said, I'm watching her act. And I'm like, wow, she is horrible. She's always like just slightly off of what everybody else is doing. Like uh, when, when the characters react to Kong, she's like, Five seconds later, she reacts. You know what I mean? Just slightly off. At what point they're going down the river? It's a very intense scene. It's like very dangerous. She's. I see her in the background. She's sitting cross-legged. She's just chilling in the background. She's all right. It's okay. No big deal. She's horrible, by the way. She's just horrible. Is what I'm trying to say. Yes. Sorry. I, I was kind of hoping the movie would like not focus on her at all. Well, I think in all honesty, I think she only had like four lines in the movie, <laughs> and she did not nail any of the four. She's over four, is what I'm saying. Exactly, over four. Yeah, didn't so, emote any kind of emotion. Didn't give any interesting line yeah. readings. And, and and notice she doesn't die. She's one of the characters that does not die. Yeah, a lot of characters died, and she's not one of them. And again, product placement. Well, once again, because the Chinese government is probably like, like, no, you can't kill her. Yeah. Oh, by the <laughs> way, speaking of people, uh, characters not dying and dying and stuff, it's amazing how all the characters you're introed in the first twenty minutes, they all survive that whole first. Action sequence, you know what I mean? It's amazing, huh? Lots, so many people die, but all the ones you intro, eh, they, they, they live for some reason. That's why they had to introduce them, oh, so you know, you know which ones are gonna survive. Oh, interesting! It's not contrived at all. But but, but that, that's kind of the opposite <laughs> of what actually happens in the movie. As soon as it gets to Skull Island, that's where the movie really, as far as I'm concerned, really shines. Yes, thank God, Kong shows up. You know, so like like first and foremost, they just show Kong. Like, is that a monkey? You know, and then he starts like killing all the helicopters, mm-hmm. and that was a fantastic sequence. I really like that because that's a good sequence. As much as they try to see if they can stop him, nope, not happening. Nah, they were they were clearly uh, outgunned, outmatched. Yeah, they were they were establishing how strong Kong is, mm-hmm. and and they really proved that. I mean, he's a, he's as tall as a building for God's sakes. Yeah, you know, which is a far cry from the other. Basically, the old Kongs is the is the Kong that would climb a building. This one, this Kong is a building. I think he's the previous Kongs were what thirty feet something like that, maybe bigger and stuff. This one's got to no, be. No, I think old. I think the previous ones were smaller than that. Yeah, because they were like maybe like a uh, three basketball player height, because it's pretty much a big ape. That's like twenty one feet. Uh, well, okay, okay, okay. So when, whenever the old Kongs would, would pick up a woman, because it's always a lady, you know, it's always torso hey, up. Hey man, Kongs into gay stuff. Come on, man. <laughs> it's always like kind of like torso up. So a woman was like mm-hmm. his 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 hands is like half of a woman. Right. Right. So which which tells me that he's like. Three basketball player height. Yeah, let's just say 30, 35 feet. Let's just say. This one's what? A couple stories? But still, but let's just, let's just mention it right now. This is supposed to take place in, this is, takes place oh, yeah, in the Vietnam. same, in the Godzilla universe. Oh, the, the monster Vietnam universe. Era. So, but he's still, even though they throw. Vietnam War. Huh? <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, let, 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 so he, let, let, let's skip that. Let's skip that part. Yeah. Let's wait till, wait till the end. end. Like the movie, we'll wait till the end for that part. Yeah. Okay, so, so I do like the idea that this is based in, in the, the, the fallout from the Vietnam War. Because the way I saw the island was it was like a metaphor to yeah. Vietnam. You know, all the soldiers, especially Samuel L. Jackson, who, who kind of wanted, he's that, he's that character that always wants to be in, at war. Mm-hmm. You know, that's his thing. He's like, he likes to be fair to him, even though he goes crazy, the war literally just ended the, the day the movie started. So he's not over the war because it literally ended the same he'll day. He'll never be over the war. He's yeah. that character. He's a character. He's a perpetual war. He's a perpetual war. He's like that character from uh, Apocalypse Now. He's just always in war and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, I and, get then, it. And, then, I and, then, and then John Goodman is, is the scientist who, who wants to get revenge on the person that, that killed all these people. I don't know him. if he wants revenge, but he just, I think, wants confirmation. He wants to see whatever happened happen. Yeah, but he yeah. was he's open to the idea of killing killing God, uh, Kong. Sure. But he never he, you know what he never said which monster killed the uh, killed destroyed the ship. 
when he was young. Yeah, did he ever go, hey man, that giant monkey, that's not the one. That's not the ocean yeah, one. Yeah, he never said that. Yeah. He never he never confirmed or or not. Like Oh, you mean you mean the movie's underwritten? It's not the very well, like that, that isn't the strength of the movie. <laughs> the the written part. The plot the, part. The the, the yeah. plot part. The character development part. You know, yeah. that, that isn't the strength of the movie. Let me just put a pin on this point right here too. The whole John Goodman character. It's kinda like when the whole eight was it alien. It's it's sort of vibe, you know, where the, there's one guy who's who has a has a ulterior motive, right? He is, has something that has a secret agenda, but his secret agenda really isn't as developed as these other like Alien or other ref, other movies and stuff. Like that. He basically says something happened to him when he was in his twenties. He wants confirmation, and that's it. That's all he got. You know what I mean? Once he right. once he sees a big monkey or he sees these monsters, like that was that was it. That's but that's all, he got. all you need to know. That's all you need to know. I mean, I'll, I'm just saying it's not really developed. It's not really written very well. I don't think the movie cares if it's developed. That's not. what I'm saying. All, all the movie wants to know is that that's the reason why he's there. Basically, that all the movie wants to do with all the characters is this is the reason why they're there. Don't, I think the whole, don't, don't ask too much about why they're there. This is why they're there. I think the whole movie was to just establish King Kong so in the next one they can have King Kong versus Godzilla. Correct. Yeah. But, but the thing is, though, is that I think part of the reason why they did some lip service in the characters, like, well, this is so-and-so and this is so-and-so, is because of what happens in the rest of the movie, which is a lot of them die. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I, I think what the, 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 the genius thing about... Because okay, when I watch TV shows... Uh-oh. Watch out, watch out. You use the word genius. You have to back that up. Go ahead. The genius <laughs> things about this movie. Okay, when I watch when I watch TV shows and, and it's like a procedural whatever, whenever there's a character actor or a guest a guest star, I'm like, oh, he's the killer, he's the murderer. It's always like that because they they always they always it's either it's either that's the person that's gonna save the day or that's the person who's killing people. Mm-hmm. So this movie has a bunch of character actors and a bunch of big name stars like John Goodman, for example, mm-hmm. uh, Toby Kebbell, who last we saw played uh, Doctor Doom. Doom in Fantastic Four, and he played other stuff too. And he played an ape. In uh, Planet of the Apes, and he also played King Kong. Yeah, also played King Kong. Yeah, he also played. Uh, there were two people playing King Kong in this one, and he's one of them. Right. Okay. So, so they established the whole thing where he's writing to his son Billy, kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? Oh, he's gonna be the dad who who's gonna go on this adventure, so he can tell his son what happened. Mm-hmm. No, they How killed, that work they, out for him? They killed him off in the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just kind of like like what? <laughs> they killed him off in the movie. Yeah, but whole, here my whole thing though. What you're, what you're feeling though is surprise though you know what I mean for me when a character dies you should feel some sort of loss or sadness because you're connected no. to the characters but you're not connected to any of these characters no you're that. not I don't think the movie cares either they just want you to be yeah, surprised I'm saying the movie should care the, no the, you, should, no. you should write it a no, bit th- 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 that isn't what the movie is trying to be the, tra- the movie is trying to be a big budget yeah. B movie yeah but no then well the acting not well the acting should, re- should reflect that the director should reflect that but it's not honestly okay. the, most of the actors they look absolutely bored they look absolutely I mean literally Tom Hill so you look like he was falling asleep um, during most of this and you know the other the lady she looks like she's counting her money in, uh, in some of the scenes like hey man what, what, what's, going oh, what's going on I disagree with that I, 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 I thought I the just, acting was I, just fine I just feel like they phoned it in they, uh, they, I, I, they think, knew, I think acting was just they, fine. I think they knew they had nothing to kind of work with as script wise and they kind of phoned it in I don't think the it, thing is though this isn't trying to be a dramatic movie I know, but it has to. You should try to be a, 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 a good movie. You should try that. It is a good movie for, for what it's trying to be. It's a good movie, yeah, and know. what it's trying to be is a monster movie. Mm-hmm. You know, you you go you go to this island and you encounter monsters and you have to deal with them and they kill you once in a while. Yeah, the monsters should have been better. They should have been a little cookier too, man. They should monsters should have been a little bit better. They're just passable. Kong is really great. Everything else is just sort of passable. I didn't like the other big monster that they had. It it just it didn't really work for me. It was just bad CGI. You know what I mean? No, I don't think so. I, 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 I thought the CGI was actually pretty good in this one. Yeah. You know, but, but but like 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 the the first other monster besides Kong you see was this big giant like 
like uh, Carabao or what do you call that? Water buffalo. Water buffalo. You think they right. have to pay Miyazaki like royalties for that for that sort of, for that sort of thing? Why? Yeah. Why? It's just a big giant mythical monster comes out that's not that's non-threatening and stuff like that. I, here's why. Here's my whole thing. Miyazaki didn't, didn't didn't make that popular. That's, that's a common I thing. I believe he did. But anyway, here's my whole thing. I would, I'll just interrupt real quick. I'm sorry. Here, you mentioned that the uh, has a very much a Vietnam Vietnam vibe, right? My whole thing is like they tried to be three different movies and it didn't really. And I think it paid like lip service to each one one was a traditional kong movie with the giant ape and the girl and all that good stuff you know man versus environment and all that so that's one movie the other right. movie is the vietnam movie and the other movie was kind of a miyazaki movie and like uh, I, said, I, I where did you get the miyazaki part from this you don't you didn't realize it kind of because uh what called the kong is a defender of the island he's he's actually protect the re- reason why they he woke up and acted at the helicopter is because he wanted to prevent those lang- those monsters from underneath to come out and stuff like that yeah but that isn't a miyazaki movie yeah and also if you look at the way the what do you call it the ape is kind of acting he's not acting like an ape he's standing upright he's standing, right he's standing up like a god like a forest god protecting the protecting this but is it a miyazaki island. thing i know but i'm just saying that that's where they drew inspiration from that's you, what I'm th- is that what they said yeah i'm i'm doesn't matter who. i'm judging it by what but what i saw and also yes he did he did say that yeah it has a lot of anime influences and stuff like okay that. fair yeah. enough so like i said and also whether he b- backs it up or not, it's what I drew from the movie. Like I said, this the the con that they try to establish here is like I said, it's like a it's like a woodward island god. He's more he's like a more protector and stuff like that. And that's one reason why again I felt like the movie fell short. It was very poorly written in the sense that when those two actors, uh, the two characters decide to defend Kong, I just don't feel like they have a strong enough relationship with the island and why. And why Kong? And why they felt so attached to Kong? It just—I felt like they. It, should... it, it wasn't that they were attached to Kong. They—they they they felt like this was the right thing to do, yes. especially with the exposure with the with the uh, the uh, the natives. Yeah, exactly. But the natives, again, it's all lip service, all surface stuff. They literally just had those natives just like stand there, like you know, staring at them. There's no interactions. There's nothing really attached. Yeah, to but it. the, the expos—those those are the whole exposition scenes all... on what. And why did that thing exist? Yeah, but the thing is, in a movie, in anything, it's you have to show me, not say it to me. You know they did saying? show you. It's come on, really? Yeah, really. You really from the from the those those native guys just standing there and stuff like that. They, you felt real connection. They felt real connection to them and stuff. You really. The, you the really thing buy is though, that. is that the, the Brie Larson character, you know, she came off pretty much as as a person that would like to take care of things. You know, that would like to protect things also. Mm-hmm. So that, that's the reason why she would care. Yeah, and she's yeah she she thinks she's strong enough to lift a helicopter. But that's not, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. that was stupid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was great. Oh, by the way, yeah, it's good plan. She lift a helicopter, and then when Kong comes and picks it up, she decided not she decided not to take a picture of Kong. That's that's all good stuff. Just because right? she was in awe. She exactly. Well, I'm glad she's a <laughs> photographer. She picked the right profession. She, it's a good thing she's in the moment. Then. That's besides the point. Like it I said, is the point. No, the, the, the thing is, you're, you're trying she's, to think she's not competent. You're, you're at saying her job. That the movie's supposed to try and be serious, and the movie's not trying no, to I'm be saying, serious. No, I'm, I'm saying. Every movie has creates its own reality, and it's, in this reality, she is a war photographer. No, in this reality, it's a B movie. No, it's a f- all, right, all right. Go ahead. Go it's ahead, a B movie. It's it, a B it's, movie that it, it's know. like it's like it's like pretty much like it's like fan fiction come to life. That's what this movie is. Well, it's very, it's talking down to fans. Then. It should be better. It should it's not be talking down to fans. It's, it's trying to say like, look how much fun we're having with this movie. Did you That's what fun? it's saying. Did you have fun? Did you really I had a lot of fun with this movie. Did you have fun? I had a lot of fun with this Did movie. You really have fun. And, and and honestly, a lot of critics had fun with this movie too. 
It has a decently high score in Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. those are the people who also got it. it, it this is this is supposed to be like just a f- fluffy movie. Is it fun? Is it fluffy? I understand it's not serious. I understand it's really fluffy. Well, you then you, your it complaint be, your complaint doesn't really show that though. Your complaint is that it's not serious enough. No, I say it should be better. It should not be serious enough. It should be better. It should be. It should have characters that you're more attached to and stuff. Like ah, that. see, I don't buy you, that. You have to have personality. If, even B movies, you have to have sort of like, some sort of these people have have personalities and interests and stuff. Like that. The only kind that, of that isn't true only, for all that isn't true for a lot of B movies, especially well, a lot of, especially those B movies that are about, are about monsters. Mm-hmm. The monster movies, they don't really have characters that are that like personal. Make and then things then reduce the number of characters. Then if you're if you're seriously about a B monster or a monster, more time of calling them. More if, they time, rev- if, if they if they if they the if they reduce the amount of characters. characters then how many? Then they, then who is Kong gonna kill? Who are the monsters gonna kill? Well, then They're, that's what they are. The characters but, are just but, there for, but you for to just be killed. It shouldn't be about Kong killing people. They, if you want to be attached to these monsters, it shouldn't be about the mo- the number of people that they kill. Them, no, no, right? I'm then not saying not I'm not Kong. saying to be attached to the monsters. I'm saying I'm saying this is a traditional B movie uh, thing where you toss in people into an island and there are monsters that are gonna attack them. Uh, that's just, it. Oh, we're just running in circles. That's it. All right, what else did you like? I, I like the deaths in the in the in the movie. The the, yeah. the deaths are kind of like they're very like like they're kind of like Gonzo. They're out there. I mean, the guy gets picked up like like he's just having a conversation with people in the boat, and I say, you know, a pterodactyl picks him up. That's fine. And and rips him limb to limb. Mm-hmm. You know, and and, and the movie kind of like lingers on it too, and, and not not in a like an ominous. Oh my god, look how tragic it is. It's almost like a cartoon. You know, it's it's like I said, it's having fun with it. Uh, John Goodman when he gets when he gets killed. Uh, while, while, while he was trying to like like uh, fix the flash on his camera, yeah. the flash is still going on in the, in the monster's tummy. That's a good bit. That's you a know? good bit. I'll, I mean, that's a, that's a real good bit. I mean, so. the, uh, or or the guy, the guy who's like, I'm gonna save the day. Mm-hmm. I have this bums in my hand, you know. And what does the do? The monster just swaps in about like like a yeah. bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Apparently, <laughs> I mean, it, that's the kind of thing that happens in yeah, the movie. Yeah, apparently, this army guy forget, forgets like grenades. You can throw grenades and stuff like that. It's interesting. How he he was that. being overly dramatic. He was gonna yeah. be like, I'm gonna sacrifice myself in a normal serious movie. That is exactly what's gonna happen. Except for the guy, he acted very seriously and stuff like that. Except for the fact that Easy E acted very seriously about his death and stuff like that. Yeah, you know and, I mean? and that's the joke. That's that's the really? character. Joke from that? that is a character that you see in those movies where he's the dramatic, a dramatic I death. I'm gonna I'm gonna sacrifice myself for other people. Here's how it's gonna play out, and I then think- all he does. Fails. I don't Completely think, fails. I don't, I don't think you're reading it quite correctly, man. I think, I they, think I'm reading it they, more they correctly. Take that, they take that death pretty seriously. Itself, no, they did think, not. Because the two not. of them were really connected. They actually had like a brother, uh, a brother, odd brother kind of relationship and stuff like that. Yeah, actually, I think you're misreading. No, that, 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 and that, also the guy has that say, wasn't my point. The, the, yeah. the relationship with him and the other soldier, the other soldier that hardly has any lines in the movie, the, the Polynesian looking guy. I mean, I mean, I guess you can say they had some kind of relationship. But mm-hmm. the thing is always that. Once again, it was just him going to try to be a dramatic death, and it doesn't become a dramatic death. It becomes a cartoon comedy where he gets splatted into the, oh, into by the way, building. He has the same death, in, uh, he has the same death in Agent Carter, which is kind of weird coincidence. He was in Agent Carter? I didn't notice that. He was in Agent Carter. He's the, he's the boss. He plays the boss in season one. He has the same, he kind of has the same death where he has a, he's tied to uh, the first edition, the first iteration of Iron Man's suit. Is set to detonate because it's got rigged, and then he jumped out the window. It's weird. He has, he has the same death in in uh, Agent Carter and this. Yeah, that'd be funny if that was that was intentional. Yeah, I don't think it is. But yeah, mm-hmm. um, the monsters itself. I thought I, I thought I, I thought they were nice. They were innocuously in the island. Like the humans really were kind of invading their space. Yeah, kind of like fine. the whole Vietnam metaphor. Like here, Americans going to Vietnam where they shouldn't belong. Yeah, that kind of thing. Uh, the spider scene. The spider scene where the guy gets like suddenly he just gets scored. That's fine. I mean. And and just just the, the way it looks, like you got this bamboo forest thing, and then those bamboo 
uh, things are not bamboo trees. They're actually spider legs. Yeah, that's fine. You know, visually, another thing too, visually, the movie is fantastic to look at. There's a lot of things you can really watch in this movie. Uh, and they play a lot on reflections, like like reflecting the guy's glasses, reflecting on the guy's the people's eyes. There's a lot of, there's a lot of zooming in to. That's fine. And I, I really like the cin- cinematography, and they really like went crazy with it. Like yeah, the, the only I thought the cinematography was pretty strong. The only one, the only bit I didn't like was like there's a scene with Brie uh, Larson and Hiddleston still at the camp where they saw the roar of Boris. I thought that was really bad CGI. That was that was really bad. Oh, I didn't, that, that, I didn't really care for it. Yeah, either. that was really bad. That was, yeah. Everything else was really good. There was a scene between John Goodman and uh, Samuel L. Jackson in the begin and right 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 after the big fight, right after the big Kong thing, that was actually shot obviously somewhere in Asia, and that 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 scene looked really beautiful. It yeah, really they, had shot, they had to shot it in Asia. Yeah, they spent like uh, what they spent, they spent five months in between Australia. Vietnam and Cambodia, I think, and some Hawaii, I think. They shot a lot of this on location and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, I, I like the cinematography. It's, it's look, it looks really pretty. Especially the, uh, going back to what you said earlier, the first five minutes, the first five minutes with the whole Japanese soldier and the uh, John C. Riley character. That was really good. That was really shot. That really, that to me was the part that really looked like a, sort of a B movie, B movie vibe and stuff like that. And it just to stay on this point with the first five minutes, the whole f- f- first intro. I think ultimately that's my b- biggest disappointment with the movie. It's it's actually because it, it teases a better movie than what I than what I actually saw. The movie with uh, what an American soldier, Japanese soldier during World War II landing on this crazy monster island with a giant King Kong monster and other, other country uh, other creatures and stuff like that. And then the whole story of them getting along and working together. You know what I mean? Like an odd couple on a monster island. That to me, in my mind. Is much better than the movie that I saw. You know what I mean? I won't disagree with that. Except once yeah. again, uh, we need more people for the monsters to kill. No, and there were other people. There would have been. Uh, there would have been. There would have been the natives and stuff. The like natives that. wouldn't even get involved with the monsters because they knew what's going to happen if they, if they get involved with the monsters. Yeah, I'm just saying. You're tra- I'm talking in uh, what in practical sense. You're talking yeah, about if, if they made a serious, a more serious movie, yes, that would be that movie. That no, I, I wouldn't. Wa- I wouldn't want that movie to be serious. It'd be no, like no, that movie couple. should be serious. That, that would be like the Revenant, but no, monsters. it'd be like the odd couple on on the what do you call it? Oh, on the, the, okay, fine, on the, on the island. Fine, I speak Japanese. You speak English. It's an odd couple on the island. Yeah, they have to they have to what do you call it? They have to work together. The Revenant. The Revenant had a lot of scenes where, where you know, you got the Indian, and they got you got the and a giant, Leonardo DiCaprio, and a giant, and a giant bear. You know, the bear is King Kong. You know, it's like it's like yeah. If they wanted to make a more stylized, serious movie, then they yeah. could have focused. Even, on... even the director, actually, I read a little tidbit, a little bit about the like he he's been doing some interviews. He he mentioned if if there was a spinoff of this movie, he wants it to be those two characters. Uh, in the in the during the World War Two time, is that the reason why we don't see what happened to the Japanese guy? I think so. Well, may, I think uh, I think some of this got edited out. I, I'm guessing some of it got edited out. I kind of like the idea that they would they would make a prequel where it would focus on those two characters. Yeah, I like I like it. So, and like I said, the way it was shot, that part I thought really captured like the B movie kind of monster vibe feel, especially with like the coloring in the back when the Kong first came out. It was really good and stuff like that. It's like I said that I ultimately. I like it. Like I said earlier, when I first started this review, it's passable. But ultimately, I think my b- biggest gripe with the movie is that first five minutes was just more interesting than whatever I saw. I, I don't even think it was five minutes. I think it was like two minutes. Quite Something honestly, like that. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, the, they really compressed the beginning part, the the the, the setup. They really compressed it out. And uh, they, sure it, 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 it really, it really felt like they just kind of wanted to get to Skull Island. You know, so. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, they should just edit to the part where they just arrive on Skull Island. It didn't, it didn't make a difference. Oh, another example of I think this thing is kind of it's a little bit 
jacked up as far as the editing and stuff. There was a scene where one of the uh, one one of the uh, uh, what do you call it? one of the tech guys? You know what I mean? He Sam Al Jackson asked him like, "Hey, do you want to be part of this us where we go hunt down uh, Skull, uh, King Kong, or do you want to stay with them and go back to the boat?" I think that's. I think there's a. Sto- I think there's a lot of mini storylines like that that's been edited out. You know what I mean? I think. I just think. I think they shot a lot of different little storylines of each character, but I think they just picked the best out of each. Of each character, I can I can believe that's true. Yeah. But when they looked at the script, they go, "Well, that's too much. We, 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 that, that isn't the that isn't the point of the movie. We want to see the action, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing, you know." So so speaking of the editing, um, at first I did have a complaint that the editing was a little too fast. It was very Michael Bay ish, mm-hmm. you know. It was kind of like like chop here, chop there, chop there, and then slow mo this, slow mo that, slow mo that. It's like there was a like like scan here, span pan there, you know. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, in the beginning, I. Kind of cared, but as the movie went on, I kind of stopped yeah. caring, you know, because it got more fun. As soon as the monsters there, yeah, the only edit I fun. cared about was, like I said, from that middle section. Just go from the 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 intro to get them getting on the boat. That's the only edit thing I had. Oh, we haven't mentioned the part where what do you call it? When like I said, we mentioned the Kong. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, attacks him at first. He's in first season, but there's there's a great POV shot where the guy goes from the helicopter. He attacks the helicopter. Helicopter lands, a crash lands, and he Kong picks it up. And at one point, the guy, the helicopter pilots, goes into Kong's mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that's a that's 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 good stuff. Plus the the Richard the Richard Nixon bobblehead. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, there's, there's a, like I said, cinematography. It's it's. Mm-hmm. Good to look at, but you can kind of tell that this is like a first-time director. I mean, one of the like a relatively young director. He'll have really good individual shots, but it's really to me a good movie is like not the money money shots. You know what I mean? It's just, it's the shots, it's the scenes in between the action sequences. No, but I think is, like I that. think a lot of the shots that we were, that we were like praising is I think the cinematographer has to Larry Fong. Mm-hmm. I think his name is. And he's done other stuff too. Oh yeah, yeah. He, you know, he's somebody's he's somebody's cinematographer. Is he Snyder's cinematographer? Oh yeah, you're right. I think he is Snyder's. Uh, I think he's. Yeah, I think he's a Canadian and, guy. And as much as you know, people crap on Snyder. I mean, a lot of shots are really, really good. Yeah. And I think I think you gotta probably like thank Larry Fong for all that. Yeah. And he applies that to this movie because, like I said, it's he. This is like the first big budget movie for this director that we can't remember what name it is. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's a real janky name. It's a real crazy name. <laughs> but yeah. but yeah, so so he's probably directing the movie. As is, and then oh, can you do this? Can you do that? And Larry Fong's like, I can do this. Yeah, I can do that kind of yeah. thing. So, so take Larry Fong for that one. So the other other thing that we should mention that that we haven't mentioned yet is John C. Riley. He's really good. You know, he's the character that you actually do care about. He's the character that the movie actually seemed like they actually care about. Mm-hmm. Everybody, and else he actually is, seemed like the actor that, that actually cared. Cared. You know what I mean? He's like, you know what? I'm getting paid. I'm gonna act the shit out of this. I'm gonna cheese it up and stuff. Yeah. And he knew the movie that it was trying to be. It was yeah. a big budget B movie. I wish he were told some of the other actors and stuff like that. We'll give everybody else a heads up. Well, right. I think that's part of the joke. Like, John C. Reilly is the only one that understands what mm-hmm. kind of movie this is. But everybody else is mm-hmm. trying to be in another movie. Yeah. And that's the reason why they're all, like, dying. And that's the reason why all the, all the so-called dramatic scenes is based on them. Mm-hmm. But John C. Reilly is like, no, you guys are stupid. Why would we go here? You know, he's, he's our, he's us. He's the guy who's telling, like, like what, you do, what are you doing? Kind of thing. He's like he's like the 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 best friend in Get Out. He's the guy telling you how it's supposed to go down, you know. Yeah. So so yeah, John C. Riley is is the character that you would care about. He's the character that you watch, you want to follow more of, and hopefully, uh, hopefully see more of in the movie. And uh, uh, honestly enough, you don't see him enough of him. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's really good in this movie. He's very funny. Um, yeah, at first I thought maybe he'll be uh annoyingly kooky, mm-hmm. but but he's endearing. I I liked it, and 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 he has a lot of mood swings. 
which you can imagine a person would get into if he's in an island where the only other people in the island can't talk to him yeah. or refuse to talk to him. Mm-hmm. So he's pretty much talking to himself all the time. And it, at even one scene, he's like, like, wait, am, am I talking out loud? It's like, yes, you yeah. are. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> hey, you think after 30 years, somebody would have learned somebody else's language after a while? But... Well, I, I think it's more the case where he can't teach them. They won't you know, be but it, it does seem like he knew he learned some Japanese from from his from his time with with yeah. uh, with the Japanese guy. Yeah, he said his uh, like a little phrase at the end, right? Yeah, it, it does seem like like those two try to try to connect with each other. Again, going back to my point, that's a better movie. Yeah, and I, and I'm thinking they could do a prequel with just based on them, and I would love to have seen that mm-hmm. as well. But this movie itself is fun by itself. So, but for John John C. Riley, what do you think about the the coda he had at the very end, the epilogue? Oh, I think it's fine. It's felt yeah. it's fine. Do you think it was kind of unnecessary? It was unnecessarily uh, the 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 wrong tone compared to the rest of the movie. Yeah, it did, it didn't really do any. I mean, you're not you didn't you didn't connect to the character on an emotional level. You kind of connected to a goofy, yeah. etc. kind of level. Yeah, it's not like a big emotional thing. You know what I mean? If if the prequel part of this movie was just showing him and the girl on a date, you know what I mean? And then you go, then you skip back, and then you go. And then you see them reconnect at the end, like forty years later. Then you might feel like, something. Yeah, they could you know literally I mean? have just ended it with him right in front of the front door, yeah. and the door opens. The end. But yeah, they went, they went for this kitschy, like documentary style. Yeah, like and old you, documentary style. And you really care that much about him uh, just sitting back on a uh, watch, uh, watching the Cubs with a uh, with a beer in his hand? Yeah, I, yeah. I think that was supposed to be endearing, but for us, it was kind of like eh, it was a little much. So let's talk about the after credits. So. Yeah. After credits, it does imply that this is, not imply, it tells you that this is a part of the Godzilla universe, the mm-hmm. new Godzilla universe. Mm-hmm. So, you, uh, and King, that's the reason why King Kong is super huge. Because you know, you didn't big enough to fight Godzilla, for God's sake. Yeah. yeah, they had a line in there where they said, uh, what call it? Uh, Kong's the last of his kind, his other, uh, but he's still growing and all that good stuff. So yeah, they, 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 they have a little backdoor to make him a little bit bigger to fight. In the future. Plus yeah. they also base, this is like 30 years earlier than the most recent Godzilla. Yeah, too. that's this part I don't understand. Because it seems like they also want to keep the same actors, right? Like, they left four prominent actors alive to come back for a sequel. But that means they ha- they're going to be a- they're gonna pick this up in the present day or in the 70s? No, I-, I think what it is is that uh, the Kong movies are going to have their own trilogy or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they can still base it on the 70s or the 80s. And then the, the-, the-, the Kong versus Godzilla movie we'll find will be Kong years later after that storyline. Yeah, That's but I guess. But in the Kong uni- in the Kong universe, that means he's going to fight Godzilla in the seventies. No, no, that's not what I mean. Yeah. I don't think that's a good case. I think I think it's going to be present day, and it'll be a completely different cast. Oh, okay, okay. See, that's that. Like that's the part I didn't understand. Because like I said, they they left four pretty big name actors alive, so I, that's why I got confused. Like, well, are, no, they, no. Are, are they going to be in the sequel? Or like, two, they... two big name actors, one TV actor. How and and then dare and then, you? And then, the, and then the Chinese girl. Make fun of the Asian girl that I made fun of earlier in this podcast. And how dare you make fun of Dr. Dre and then Nuke Jack Bauer? How dare you? But yeah, two big actors and a couple of scrubs. All right, that's not the point here. And that's racist, by the way. But that's not the point. That's why I got a little bit confused. I got confused all, all, by, by the timeline. Are they going to keep it? Are they going to be like okay, the, the thing is, though, is, I'm also speculating. Yeah. Like, obviously, 
do you really want to age up Brie Larson or Tom Hiddleston? No, I don't think so. If you age up, that's a skip. Four, oh, was that forty years into into the future? So she's in her early third, no, late twenties in this one. So she's she'll be like sixty nine. What's the point of her? What's the yeah, point of her? What's the point? So I, I really yeah. think they're they're probably gonna have like a different trilogy for Kong. Yeah, like that's based in the seventies or eighties, and then the Kong versus Godzilla will happen way after that. Basically, like after our Godzilla movie. Yeah, <laughs> you think it'll be? <laughs> you think it'll be like the X Men? They just randomly skip ahead ten years for no reason. <laughs> this one takes place in the eighties. <laughs> Next one, the nineties. Yeah, it's like it's like the X Men. They're gonna play around with the timeline. Just randomly, and also here's my whole thing. I I can see a reason why you bring back Doctor Dre and the Asian girl, they're, Dre. and they're part of. Um, I'm not gonna learn his real name. It's Hawkins, but anyway, I, there's a reason because they're part of Monarch, right? That's fine. I can see why you bring back uh, Tom Hiddleston's character, even though he's seen bored by the whole movie. But you can see a reason why because he's special off and he's a military. But why would you bring back Brie Larson? She just takes pictures and stuff. You know what I mean? Well, well she's so, probably gonna be the girlfriend. I know, but the thing is, if if this is an Avengers movie, you, and Avengers assemble, what's her special power? I want to take a picture of you. Maybe, maybe not. I might. Depending on how good I am. No, what they're, do, what they're gonna do is they're gonna do they're gonna do Linda Hamilton from the first Terminator movie to the second Terminator movie. Oh, really? She's gonna where, get all where, where out. Where will suddenly become like really capable. She's gonna be roided out in the next one and stuff like that. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't I, know. I see what you're saying. So basically, in the next Kong movie, you don't think there's gonna be a Godzilla. There might be another kind of a monster. No, because but it, it does. But even if that is true, it does seem like in the Godzilla, the original Godzilla movie from 2014, there was no monsters prior to Godzilla. You know what I mean? That right. They, they, they imply that Godzilla is the first monster they see right. for and a also, long time. So Monarch has been keeping it quiet pretty well. Right. And the only reason why they can keep it a, a Kong quiet, I assume, is because he stays on Kong Island, right? He stays in Skull so, Island, yes. Yeah, so I think they might have written themselves in a corner. So they have to keep it a secret, but they want to bring other monsters. So does everything go back to – do they go back to Skull Island? Like more nonsense on Skull Island? You know what I mean? So it'll be interesting. And I think the next one is named Kong versus Godzilla, isn't it? No, the next one is just a Godzilla movie. Uh-huh. And then after that is going to be the Kong versus Godzilla movie. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so there's going to be another Godzilla movie before the Kong versus Godzilla movie. Honestly, in terms of franchises, how excited are you actually about these uh, sequels and stuff? Because I'm like, eh, whatever. It's as, I'm as, as excited about just as, just as, as I am with the Pacific Rim 2 sequel. How dare you? You're, you're a monster. See, you're, Pacific you're, Rim the, is you're the real monster. Pacific Rim kind of, kind of, kind of, Toes the line between the B movie and a serious movie at and the same time. And does a good time. job by it. And, and does a really good job at it. But but uh, but once again, this uh, for Kong Skyline Island, it, it is those action sequences that we got from Pacific Rim, but in Kong, but in daylight, and you completely can see the people. I think you're doing a disservice to uh, Pacific Rim. I, I really want Pacific Rim because my, my problem with Pacific Rim is the fact that it's always fighting at night. I want to see more day action. I want to actually see it's them It's apocalyptic fight. future, man. There's no... There's, it's global... It's not apocalyptic. It, 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 it just it's, always it's, seems it's, to happen It's climate night. change, man. It's climate change. There's, I, no, I really there's hope, no sunlight, man. I really hope the sequel for Pacific Rim will actually show the fights in the daytime because I want to really like savor these big monsters well, fighting we, fighting the big robots. Well, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. But yeah, but Kong Sky Island, I had a lot of fun with it. A lot, a lot more than I expected. Like, like seriously, by the end of the movie, I'm like, oh my gosh, I had so much fun in that movie. Completely not what I expected. All right, I will go back to my, my these words again. Bearable, allowable, competent, passable, adequate, uh, sufficient, sufficed, satisfactory. Did I say adequate already? Adequate. Uh, there you go. Entertaining, enjoyable, fun. No, no, I don't see those words on my list. No, I don't see it. But yeah. <laughs> and on that note, it's fine. Thanks for listening. My name is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. And you can also find me on my other podcast, The Stuff and Junk Show, where we talk about phobias, fear of something, irrational fear of something, 
phobias. You can find it on your favorite podcast service, such as iTunes. And please make sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share. It will help us. Thank you. And this is John. You can find me on Twitter, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-I-O-U. You can send comments to whowhatwhereswhy.gmail.com via our Facebook page or to the website. Uh, if you want to support the shows or support us, check out our merchandise store and Patreon, which has the exclusive extra stuff, extra spoils podcast. Uh, all the links and content you can find at whowhatwhereswhy.com. Music has been provided by the Y-Axis. Find them at theyaxis.com. All right. So March so far for me has kind of been lackluster or very slim pickings. I'm only, I'm only really watching the big movies. Everything else, every small movies are kind of like, uh, I don't really want to see that. Yeah, I don't think those small movies will come out until uh, later this year. Because I think early right now, because right now it was, uh, what do you call it? It was Sundance before, right now South by Southwest. So all those smaller independent movies, they'll start, once they get bought, and they'll start rolling out like towards later, later in the year. I guess, but I mean, like mm-hmm. January and February for me, somehow I magically saw like like almost like thirty movies. Yeah, but aren't those like mostly carryovers from the end of the year Oscar season movies? That is also yeah. true. I mean, technically, I've only seen uh, like twelve of the movies that came out in twenty seventeen, and the rest were either carryovers or independents or whatever. Yeah. But even the small independents that are currently out in March, I'm I'm not really that interested in. Well, I take it back. I want to see Raw, which is a cannibal movie. Cannibal movie, the oh, French cannibal movie. Oh, but oh my god, all right. I I don't want to drive over to L. A. for that. And and there's also um, the Belco experiment, which comes out this week. Actually. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to see that. Actually, I'm actually going to see that first before Beauty and the Beast. So expect yeah. my review of the Belco experiment at the I saw the movie blog by the weekend. Oh, by the way, isn't that the American Belco experiment? Isn't that the American remake of uh, Battle Royale? Battle Royale. Come on, yeah, don't, be, don't make me do a joke. Come on, my joke. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, well, because even if it's James Gunn, I'm pretty sure it's intentional. It probably is intentional. Like it's like it's like completely inspired by Battle Royale. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, and I don't think he's denying either. I'm yeah, like, I'm, sure I'm he's like, smart I like the other movie franchise. But anyways, right, on that note, this has been another episode of the Spoiler Speech Podcast, which is part of the Who What Worst Why.com Network.